welcome to the Heady Conversations with Scott and Miranda. This week we have a very special episode for you. It is our first interview episode, and we are super excited about the guest that we talked to this week. Uh, we had joining us from Hummingbird Botanicals, Jennifer Sturmer, um, and from Sunny Seas, Abby Deal, uh, also from Deal's Produce and lots of other things. But um, yeah, the ladies joined us to talk about um, changes in the CBD legislation uh, that are going to be affecting the strength of the product that can be produced, um, not only here in Maryland, but elsewhere in the country as well, yeah. um, and how that might affect the medicine that they're able to make from it. We also talked about, um, you know, a little bit of Jennifer's background in the industry and how she and Abby got together to uh, combine her CBD oils with uh, Abby's produce to create these wonderful, you know. Super uh, effective products. Yeah, super effective, super tasty, um, sugar-free options. But, yeah, you're going to hear about all that um, right now. Yeah, enjoy. Um, it's National CBD Month. I read somewhere. Who knows who makes these things up? But yeah, we're both yes, we're both big proponents of CBD, CBD as part of you know a full cannabis entourage effect. Um, I use CBD as part of taking tolerance breaks when I want to get my THC levels back in check a little bit. Um, so yeah, like I you know. Personally, a lot of the CBD stuff that I had tried, I just didn't believe it was a real thing. <laughs> you know, like I just hadn't had any effect from any of the products that I had tried. Um, and then when we got your stuff and I looked at the jar, I was like, you know, this looks as incredible as any of the flour right. on the wall. You know, I was really just blown away. Um, so that's why we wanted to talk to you all specifically rather than just a CBD person, mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, I use this flower. I believe in this flower. Mm -hmm. I know how good this flower is. And I love the sunny seas. I use those all the time too. I've now got my mom using the sunny seas for her nice. <laughs> so appreciated. and her anxiety, you know? So yeah, I mean, we, you know, we're not sponsored by anybody. We're not necessarily <laughs> looking for that right now. We're just, if we're talking about something, it's because we we love it. We and believe it, in and it. We love it. You know, so um, I can say my about Jen's oil. To be honest with you, she's done an incredible job here. So okay. I I used to not be a CBD person until um, until her oil. So yeah, if if you don't mind, uh, I guess if we could get started there, Jen, with you and like how you got involved in CBD and kind of you know where you're located and and how you run the operation. Yeah, well, we so when uh, the 2014-2018 Farm Bill was passed, uh, the state of Maryland, the Maryland Department of Agriculture, came to all the farmers, not just me, but all the farmers, and said, "Hey, this is an interesting crop." You know, they were they were promoting it, and they said, "We don't think you should bet your whole farm on it," but. <laughs> we think that it would be an interesting crop. So we were looking for something because we're a uh, hydroponic tomato farm, uh, pesticide free. As a matter of fact, Abby and her father have been life 
as far I've ran the farm for 38 years. Her dad was my one of my original customers. So we've been farming for a long time, committed to uh, pesticide free. Ends up pioneer one of the pioneers in the hydroponics tomato industry, really on the East Coast. She's a rock star. So well, (laughs) I've had that. But in any case, uh, we were looking for something because uh, we put out six to eleven tons a week of tomatoes. And my husband at this stage of the game was like, oh, my God, Jen, I don't know if I can do another season lifting all these tomatoes, just, you know, picking them and loading them and all that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't help, but it was just he was doing a lot of the lifting. And um, so we said, let's do this, you know, obviously lighter weight. (laughs) (laughs) So we said, absolutely, let's let's give it a try. And it it loved our system. So that's how we were able to grow such a potent crop. Wow. Um, because we did it just like we were growing the tomatoes. We said, well, let's just try it out. And so we did. And we did. We changed a little bit things in the environment. We actually were changing things more from a um, energy saving, you know, because the tomatoes are very energy intensive. So we tried the, the uh, outside boundaries a little bit. And um the first year we tried it, we were actually pretty pleased with it. That's why I don't know if you ever tried any of our purple lifter. That was from our first yeah, round. It was delicious. Right. And that was from those, those bigger temperature gradients where I was trying to, to save the money on that. Interesting. Um, yeah. But so, so then the next year I had done more studying and reading about it and we didn't quite do those extremes in temperature. So we, we've grown lifter every year in our mix but um, we didn't get purple lifter <laughs> because we didn't do that, that temperature gradient. So that was kind of interesting. But, you know, that I feel that the real advantage that we had the, these three years of cropping is that we were able to grow under the research license. Oh, okay. nice. So I don't know if you guys know, but that, that gives you a lot more leeway because mm-hmm. it only goes on the Delta 9. Right. So now with the new law set in stone that it has to be 0.3 total THC, I don't think anybody is going to be able to get these levels until that, and, until that law gets fixed. I mean, to tell you the truth, even if you added up all our cannabinoids, even if you uh, went to the one, which is what they're trying to get it, like the European standard, you're still not going to get that full maturity of the plant to express all that its potential is. And that's what's, you know, obviously from a growing point of view, very disappointing mm-hmm. that you can, we can't uh, harvest the plant at its full potential, which is what we all know uh, from you knowing the effectiveness of it, uh, that our endocannabinoid system is benefiting from. Right. For sure. Is, you know, full terpene load, full cannabinoid load whereas when you have to harvest early to meet the rule you're not going to get that right okay so that's that's how you control uh the that level that level because the genetic expression the genetic uh, the, the genetics to grow at that low level aren't there yet okay nobody's genetics i mean so this lifter that we've grown, you know, this is from the Oregon CBD company. So Oregon obviously has been at this longer. And in the first year, we also grew the uh, Denver cherry wine, which was from a Colorado company. 
um, those were some of the oldest genetics that have been being made. Uh, and they're not there. You know, everything's going to express itself at higher levels than what the state is setting our state and the national rule arbitrarily. <laughs> stupid. You know, that point three is a stupid number. <laughs> if you're using it for medicine. Right. We agree with you 100%. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, so in other words, this is going to be the first year that the, that rule has to be followed. In Maryland. And, right. And, and what that means is, and some states have uh, either adopted, have their own plans like Maryland does, or they're saying you're going to follow the USDA rule, which is basically what Maryland did, the 0.3 total. Mm-hmm. It's not really any different. And you're going to be forced to Test, 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 because the rule is in Maryland. Now, I'm not sure about other states. I'm pretty sure the USDA is the same, is that you test 30 days. You have a 30-day window to harvest the crop. So if you can test at that point three, and then you have 30 more days, that it's actually, it's going to swing higher. Like a, right. like it's a fighter's weight when you're, when you're weighing in for a fight, right? You cut your weight and then <laughs> you eat a bunch of cheeseburgers before the fight the next day to try to build some bulk back up. That's very interesting. So very, <laughs> very similar idea. But the problem is, is that you obviously can't sell it with that better COA. Right, right. You're going to have to sell it with the 0.3, which means your cannabinoid load is going to be really low. Because I, we played with it this year to try to figure it out. And when we did our early testing, it was negligible. And then when we finally harvested, it was on par with our first year's crop and was still over. Right. Are you still growing hydroponically? I'm not. I actually sold my farm. So I am, I, finished this year's crop, which we're just getting ready to offer now that we're curing. But um, Abby and I are working on working with somebody else. But I think that this year is not going to be, I don't think it's going to be a good year for for the whole effort, because I think it's going to be very difficult because if the farmer has to test every week, and let's just say like me, I grew seven different varieties. It becomes very expensive. Absolutely. It does. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very difficult on the industry until the legislature can understand what we're talking about. Right. And and that we need the science Mm -hmm. done to show what a valuable tool this medicine is that they want us to get the full expression. Right. Right. I don't know how many times a week I say to someone you know, once national prohibition ends and we can start doing research, I I say it literally (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Dozens of conversations every week, because really, you know, and we stress that to people all the time. We're not doctors, you know, we are cannabis professionals, whatever that means. You know, we, we work in the industry. We've taken the time to educate ourselves to the best of our ability with, you know, the resources that we have out there and the information that's out there now, but you know, if you're being honest with yourself, we all have to admit that's very limited. It is very limited. You know, none of us know. It uh, is. And I will say, though, Jen is one of the um, I have to give her the credit, though, because she is a graduate from Tufts University and biology degree. 
Yeah. And she has been over, again, 38 years in hydroponic tomatoes. And we've all know that uh, tomatoes are the most similar. The tomato plant is the most similar to the cannabis plant um, and coming to other fruits and vegetables. Yes. So Jen does have actually fantastic due to the fact that we do not have enough knowledge. Jen is able to take the knowledge that she does have for the past 38 years um, and, and plus some from before she even graduated and be able to like kind of transfer that over in a really amazing way, which is why she's having the hemp that's testing the highest in the entire country. Right. Um, literally, she's testing with steep hill and using Shamasto. And we've talked to Shamasto and their highest testing hemp in the entire country was 38% out of Oregon at one point, And hers is testing over 37% CBD. And some of her strains is literally the highest testing hemp in the country. And the the feedback that we've been getting is just incredible. As you guys know, you've used it. Um, but we've had people that have really debilitating arthritis and severe pain that have um, tried so many other methods of different relief and and big pharma and shots and and all the things. And this has been like this product, her oil has been one of the only things that have actually given them relief and been able to get them back to their daily routine, which is really incredible to hear. Um, but yes, we need all the research. That's actually how Jen and I first started getting going. We um, put together a team, uh, we called it the passion project and we were going after, um, after learning, this was back in 2019, but after learning about the university of Mississippi and how that was the only, um, you know, the only possibility and access to buy cannabis for research and that it was testing, you know, 11% and it was worse than anything else on the market and full of mold and awful. We dove in and we put together a team to, apply for a a cultivation to do research with the DEA. And um, unfortunately, the state of Maryland, there is a prerequisite that you had to have a cultivation license through your state first. And the state of Maryland was not quite on board thinking that it wouldn't happen. So we weren't able to get that done with them in time. But um, still not not yet, but we'll see. Um, They have given out a few more now, so we're we're moving in the right direction. But um, it's definitely been an issue. There are three of them that could possibly pop off here at any time. He's excited about it as well. He wants to speak up. (laughs) Is there legislation in the works to correct this issue? Are there people that are, I mean, I'm sure you all are working on it, but you know, is is there progress being made here? Do, Do they understand? Are they starting to understand? We are working on it but not quite yet. I mean, it's, it's, it's a long conversation to have, unfortunately. Yeah. I think that there is some legislation in the national level where they're, they're working on to that 1%, especially, you know, the uh, Colorado, Oregon and Kentucky people are very aware. Okay. That, that, that it's absolutely ridiculous. Nobody is going to get anywhere with this from a medicine point of view, but they're making a huge push on the uh, fiber and grain right now. Okay. Because I think that that's, in reality, when Trump signed the bill, I think that that's what they were really thinking about. They weren't thinking that people were going to want to smoke this stuff. Right. (laughs) And, 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 but we all know that there's real medicine here. For sure. It's just people haven't had been able to find out about yet right and it is interesting like you're saying you know being regular cannabis smokers that the cbd plays its own role in the medicine part of it because of the higher levels of the different cannabinoids each person each one each of our ecs systems needs a different balance it's just so i mean from a science point of view it's just so fascinating how the plant helps each person in a kind of a different way. Lou, have you uh, heard about the the strain genie DNA test 
that uh, supposedly tells you the the types of cannabis, the types of terpenes and things that are most effective for you based on your DNA? No, I have not heard about that at all. But I do know that the terpenes are definitely part of the, the medicine here. Absolutely. Yeah, we just did a little bit of a deep dive into that this week. And uh, yeah, it's fascinating. I think we're both going to get it done and yeah, see we're, what we're planning to <laughs> go through and have the test done for ourselves and talk about, you know, the information that we get because we just found out about these. And it's like, well, wait, <laughs> that's yeah, really interesting stuff. You know, you could save a lot of time and money, a lot of money <laughs> and a lot of awkward uh, high experiences on, you know, strains that aren't doing what your body wants it to do, you know, potentially, or it could be junk science, who knows, you know, right. so well, it'll be interesting, because I mean, I think you're exactly right. I mean, sometimes that's why people, uh, you know, the THC can be just make them so nervous and uh, anxious. And that's not right for them, but a whole nother strain or a smaller dosage is all it takes. Right. So one of the things that I like to do is grind up your flour and mix it in with, you know, regular THC flour. I do that all the time. Um, And whenever somebody talks to me about anxiety issues, that's one of the first things that I talk to them about. Are you using CBD in your regimen at all? You know, are you using any um, ratio uh, delivery, you know, one-to-ones or, you mm-hmm. know, like the select tincture has up to like 18 to one on some of their tinctures and things like that. You know, what are you using besides just, are you just THC. walking into the dispensary and buying the highest THC every time? Right. right. That is, that's why you're freaking out. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a low THC smoker. I don't need like a 30 percenter. Like I'm happiest with it between 15 and 20. Yes. Like, yes. With good terms. With, with good terps. Always got, yeah. looking at the terps. Yeah. But yeah, adding CBD into it still makes it better for me. Well, yeah. And especially like we're talking about that it's probably balancing some of these terpenes mm-hmm. as well. And that's what's so interesting about it, right? I mean, just to think, I, I love the idea of combining the two. I think that there's probably something really to that. Yeah, I've been getting some of the best sleep of my life with, uh, I think it was Snow One. Uh huh. The CBD, right? Yeah, and mixing that with a little bit of Captain's cake. So. Yeah, the snow one for sure. The abacus is really a nice. The abacus is our highest terpene levels. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the snow, you know, the CBG is the mother cannabinoid yes. of all of them. That's the precursor to both CBD and THC. So it's it's a very interesting one. Totally. And the Lindoria was the one that you won from the Charlotte Web competition, correct? Right. Right. I, we were selected by Charlotte's Web to grow the Lindoria. Oh, wow. Wow. And I, I also love um, the honey for its usage of, you know, putting it in different beverages to get that same effect if you if you don't want to be a smoker or obviously right. the sunny seas. You know, I think that and I mean, especially with this um, new COVID research, huh? So interesting that, you know, we may not want to decarboxylate totally so that we have some of the acidic form 100 percent. it's 
talk to people that understand the science, science and read full <laughs> articles because yeah we just talked about that on uh, last this last show. week's episode because so many of our friends you know you tell people you're doing a cannabis podcast and everybody wants to help which is great and we love that thank you keep sending us suggestions questions and feedback uh but everybody sent us that article you've got to talk about this uh, you know weed can cure covid weed can stop you from no. getting covid well, that's how that works. <laughs> Lots of our friends are heavy, heavy, you know, medicators Smokers. and have tested for COVID, you know, so no, read the article. But yeah, that's, you know, uh, I guess like cold pressed hemp juice and, and different things that I've read. Um, is that something you you're, you all are working on? <laughs> we, that That is something that we're very interested in doing from the, the whole health of the plant. Like uh, Abby and I talked about, and we still... Could to be doing it is have a juice bar where we're we're actually growing the plants on site because I had talked about to the Maryland Department of Ag uh, year before last of selling uh, the plants to a juice bar to juice. And I said, you know, I'd like to take small plants in and let them juice it fresh for, you know, anti-cancer benefits. They were showing that too. Yeah, and uh, they said no because then the juice bar would have to have a grow license. Oh my! Oh wow! So So then we, you know, we were working on possibly doing that, but other avenues. It it didn't. It didn't happen. But in other words, yes. And I and I also think that it would be very interesting to um, juice the plant as the progression of the growth cycle. Hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. trying it from because we just we didn't have lights, so we were just growing it with the natural day length until it's flowered. But I think that there's probably things in the plant that are good for us. The whole step of the way cycle of the plant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be able to go and buy fan leaves to use in, in smoothies and juices, even just to like, you know, fry them up and eat them. People, people use the seeds too, right? Yeah, like seeds it, are really great. I mean, high protein, right? High protein, yeah. So, I mean, it's just and the oil in it is very yeah, good, right. right? Right. So, so you mentioned a little bit about where you got some of the strains. That was one of the questions that I had for you because people have asked us that in regards to just cannabis generally, like how do these growers get the things that they grow? So, I guess with with CBD, it's a little bit different because it's not as what it's not schedule one, obviously. So do you have the ability to just order seeds from anywhere in the world? Um, well, you will obviously want to get them from a reputable company because you don't want to grow something, waste all your time growing it and then find out it was illegal. Right. So you definitely want to make sure that you're ordering from a reputable company. So the first year we had all kinds of difficulty. I mean, it was just the wild west as far as you couldn't really get seeds. They were $2 a seed, $5 a seed. It was crazy. So we were able to get source the Denver cherry wine from Colorado. And then the lifter, uh, we actually got from another farmer because the company in Oregon had a minimum order that we weren't going to be able to do that year. And then I got some from another farmer frosted lime which you know was ended up being kind of bunk because it was uh supposedly feminized seed obviously you always want feminized seed and it wasn't and so then we had to make sure that it wasn't ruining the rest of our crop so that was kind of crazy and then the next year uh we were able to source some really good seeds um 
from American Hemp Ventures, which was out of North Carolina. North Carolina also did a lot of early work. Okay. And, um, right. Yeah. And they, and, and they were, they were, I think, I mean, that was our, that was our best, best crop as far as highest levels of CBD and terpenes. So, and I think, um, yeah, I got the abacus from them too. I think I pretty much got all my seeds through them that year. I'm trying to think about it. And then this year I got some from Oregon and then I bought some from, from American Hemp Ventures again. Okay. Have you started doing any of your own kind of cultivation? No, I have not done any genetic crossing or breeding or anything. Just sticking uh, with what we know. If you it know. broke, don't fix it, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would be an interesting thing to work on. But I also think it's kind of interesting, the whole uh, history of cannabis, that there's been so much crossing mm-hmm. that it's hard to get back to maybe some of these early land race plants that there's benefits to them that... 100 boy, million percent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we, we and and they're not necessarily high THC. You know, everything's been bred to just pump that THC up that there's probably some other wonderful fact factors to those original plants that uh, we need to explore. A lot of those pure sativas in my experience, yes. especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, totally. Really nice, low, lower THC, but high terps. And yeah, um, none of that raciness that you can get from some of these right. quote unquote sativas now, which are just um, miserable uh, for a I lot think of people for, yeah. because they're just so high in THC. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously when you build your tolerance up that you're going to go towards that. But I think that the medicine of the plant isn't necessarily just that at all, which your right. body right. really needs. So we, I have a, uh, a friend that uh, he actually worked with us last year in the harvest that is working on that project. And I, I don't know uh, his source, but I know that he's uh, tied with uh, the Dutch. In, in so, so we know that a lot of the original research was there that it, uh, is working on the whole land race project. And oh, was that's so cool. To move to California. He'd be a great person. He's very scientific. You guys would probably really enjoy talking with him, okay. Kai Hoffman, and I'll see if I can put put him in touch with you guys. We yeah, would love that. that. Thank that, you. That stuff is very interesting to me. And I agree. And it's, you know, I hadn't, um, I was just thinking of selfishly what other kinds of cool strains you can come up with, but I really respect that answer that you just gave in that there's something about just, you know, appreciating the strains. genetics that have been developed over who knows how many hundreds or thousands of years at this point. Right. That coexisted with us for all those years. Right. Right. You know, the idea that they've been finding Mix it. the plants <laughs> in Egyptian tombs, I mean, just shows that the plant has been helping in so many ways. Yeah, I just read that article what last week or the week before, right? Yeah. In, in the uh, the burial. Um they yeah. were basically burning, burning burning cannabis in the funeral parlor to yeah. calm people down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, As it uh, should be. Yeah. I mean, what a fantastic <laughs> idea. I mean, kind of a sacred. Plant. It is a sacred it plant. Is, it, it is. It's no, sacred yeah, medicine. No kind of about it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we're past the point of having to apologize for speaking truth about cannabis, right? At least I think we all hope we are. I know we are. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> Yeah, we get together every week and, and speak to as many people that'll listen about it. So yeah, we're t- we're totally cool with it at this point. Well, and you know, thanks for doing the good work because I think that's 
what it takes is for people just to normalize it. And Abby and I have certainly felt the same way about it. And Abby's a big of it. You know, we talked about um, uh, hopeful Senator Gary Chambers Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, on our episode last week, the guy that smoked the blunt, you know, in the campaign ad to talk about social justice. And, and right, that's what it's all about is ending the stigma, right? Destigmatizing yeah. it, you know, demystifying it. Um, yeah, it's all about education and, and exposure. And I mean, who do you know that once they know the truth about cannabis, and that doesn't mean it's for everybody to use, but it also means that it's not going to, you know, ruin your life or, you know, turn you into this lazy, you know, do nothing person because you choose to use it as part of your overall health strategy. You know? Right. And also reforming those communities that right. were totally torn apart by the war on drugs. Right. So you know, bringing that, that's back a big that, deal for us yes. personally and something that we talk about um, a lot. So um, yeah, Abby's been quite involved with all that work. Awesome. And, and helping with the legislature, trying to get things happening here. It's it's very a, connected. In my opinion, a lot easier said than done. And it's a big effort, but I, I'd like to see how how it's actually going to affect people and the end result instead of just being a big show. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth the fight. <laughs> right. And yeah, the, the wink, wink, right? I mean, that's what kind of drives like the, about it. The, the cannabis industry sometimes is you know, we're all having this party while this other stuff is still going on. Right. And it's, you know, it's not cool. <laughs> no, not one bit. And again, people like to act like they're doing something, but if you really dig in, there's not much behind it. So right. I like to ask these questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Abby, could you just tell us um, how you got involved with the Sunny Seas and how that whole brand and, and turning, you know, this amazing flower into that pro- product came about? Um, so back in 2015, when medical cannabis came to Maryland, I have a, uh, a farmer's market in downtown Annapolis that I've had for actually 10 years now. Um, and 2015, I, I decided that I wanted to dive into medical cannabis. So I actually went to Jen at that point and asked her if she wanted to work with me, um, as a, as a farmer. And she, at the time was not, she was like, you know, I'll consult for you and I'll help you, but you know, you're the perfect age We're we're not, you know, we're not going to dive in right now, but I will help, you know, consult with you and help you with it. But, uh, but wasn't, wasn't quite ready at the time. Um, thinking that it was almost too late at that time, which is funny because it was only just the beginning. <laughs> but, uh, and then in 2017, I guess it was when Marilyn decided to do the extra diversity licenses, um, went back to her and said, all right, you ready again yet? And she said, yes. So yeah. we, that's when we put together the passion project and we put together a team to go after a license to be able to apply for the federal DEA registration. Um, but I've actually worked for Mary Med Inc. since 2015. Um, when I did start to dive into medical cannabis, I ended up working with Kind Therapeutics and Mary Med Inc., um, which was a, one of the winners for a vertical license in Maryland. Um, so I was fortunate to work with them at the time and I've been with them since then. So I um, have done a little bit of everything in Maryland, just getting the operations going since I started with them in the very beginning. Um, so we kind of, you know, got to know all the regulators, got to know all the industry, built the relationships, um, put together the the team for the company here, really started getting everything going, um, so, sold our first products, but RSO was our very first product in the market, which was a lot of fun. But as soon as I saw how much we were helping people, I really, really, um, got more passionate about it as a whole. I was always passionate about the plant, but once I saw the the real magic that could happen and how much it could affect people's um, lifestyles and, and really helping people in a different way than I ever thought possible. Um, 
it really sparked a lot more interest to me. So um, that's when Jen and I started really getting to work about things and the whole research idea came about. Um, and unfortunately, we couldn't get that part of things done, but we didn't give up and kept moving forward. And that's when she started uh, growing the hemp. And once we kind of found out that this hemp was testing the highest he- testing hemp in the country, I was never personally a CBD person. I was always a high THC person. Um, but once we kind of figured out what she had and what she was growing and we realized how amazing it was, we started taking that full spectrum oil and putting it into products. And the the first thing was going to be these gummies with my produce in it. It was going to be a mix of my produce with her oil and making it something amazing, which is still going to be happening. But um, to build a brand and to build a product, you have to have something that's really, really, really tasty and really good. And our fruit is amazing, but uh, a gummy needed a little, we needed to go a little bit more. And get the recipe perfect. The, yeah, the recipe. The concentratedness of it. To be completely organic, the product didn't taste as good as we wanted it to taste. So we had to, you know, do, we have to do a line of gummies that is not organic to start. Um, and then we will have our organic line coming out as well. That's Yes, it's, uh, we have both been in business for a very long time. Uh, Jen and I are both women-owned businesses and small business women in Maryland. And we, we know that what we have to do to, to get the product out there and to get people to really be happy to try it. Um, but the feedback that we're getting, as soon as somebody tries it once, they love it. And that's when we'll be able to really expand and do more organic lines and different SKUs and, and things that we really want to do, which is exciting. Um, but it's been a great hit so far. Um, again, I've had people, a teacher out in Oregon who, Oregon, as we know, has all of the medicine and they've been, um, you know, first up in this whole, country here. Um, she is a teacher out there in their fifties and has debilitating arthritis and has two children and can't really function at all. And she happened to try this randomly because, um, my college roommate is married to her brother and she was visiting. <laughs> and so they had some, some sunny seas on the table and she happened to try one and she had never had anything help her like that before. So she's been ordering them to Oregon, um, as her daily lifestyle kind of thing to help her live through her days, which is really exciting to me. That was one of our biggest motivators in the beginning. And then it's just grown since then. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. And I love working with Jen and I love helping patients in Maryland. And now we're just starting to expand. So it's really getting going. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you partially answered my follow-up. Are there additional <laughs> products that you're working on? Yes, there are. Um, yeah, so right now our our main gummy right now, it is gluten-free and it is, you know, fat-free and um, but it is not exactly, it's not organic, not quite like we wanted to speak quite yet. So we will have some other lines coming out shortly. Fabulous. You do have some sugar-free options though, don't you? Do. Yes, we do have a sugar-free line. Yeah. Well. I know that's, you know, through bud tending, you know, a lot of people that, that are looking for medical relief through edibles have restrictive diets or, you know, just things that they prefer not to use. So having that sugar-free option, there are so few in Maryland. I was just going to say, there's not a lot out there. And especially with cancer, um, sugar yeah. cancer tends to be, you know, that's one of the tricky things. So yeah, we're working on a, a larger sugar-free product line and then some even better options as well, which we're excited about. Well, that's, that's sweet. And, and you just mentioned that obviously you're shipping to your friend out there. So your products are available to shift it, ship. That's true for the flower as well, Jen. We have an online store. Um, I think there's six or seven states that we're not allowed to ship to, but and anywhere else in the country. Yeah. Okay. Right very on. cool. Very cool. Uh, well, yeah, ladies, if, if you would, please plug yourself, plug yourself tell, tell them, tell them where to find you, tell them, tell them where they get the good stuff. Uh, we've got a, a Wix store, which is not easy to find. I did have a square site, but they shut me down um, because... Because of cannabis and the hemp. And... Well, you're not allowed to make any claims about yeah. 
It's frustrating. And when <laughs> I said to them, I'm, I'm not making any claims. I even went back through and looked at all my hashtags, you know, just to make sure they sent me the quote that I used that they said was that my CBD lip balm was moisturizing. <laughs> yeah, I had How this. Dare you. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, even if it wasn't CBD lip balm, it would it's be moisturizing because it's a lip balm. I had this issue when I was working. Um, I'm an aromatherapist and I was working in an aromatherapy shop. And at the time I was setting up their Squarespace and I had so many issues because yeah. the words relaxing moisturizing. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's like, come on. How yeah, do you yeah, want me to describe it, this? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So then I had to, then I tried to do Shopify and Shopify. You can't sell any flour. You could only sell topicals. Right. So then now I'm on Wix, which is great, except that I did not buy my own domain. So ah. my domain is a Wix site. So it's, it's very hard to find. And of course my square store still shows up if people Google. So it's kind of stupid. It's like they click there, they go through all the process and then they can't get it. Uh, so if you go to my Instagram page or okay. my Google uh, listing for the farm, I have the store listed as the website. And that's pretty much the only way you can find it. So I'm not really <laughs> tech savvy. So that kind of sucks. We're working on these things. Yeah, we're sure. working on these things. But obviously, uh, you know, so my retailers are my main outlets. And, you know, I'm also at this stage, you know, I feel like Abby's Sunny Seas are the real winning product. I mean, obviously, a lot of people like to smoke flour. I think that that's an important part of the medicine. But I'm really all in on promoting the Sunny Seas at this point, because I think that's a really great way. Uh, and we've seen that it's helping a lot of people. It's an easy way to dose compared to, say, the tinctures, which I also have. But, you know, we all know that tinctures don't taste great. People aren't as excited about that. I mean, if you're really hurting, you're willing to use them. But it's hard to keep people using them regularly if it doesn't taste good. Right. And I think that I, you know, at this point, I feel like the winning product is our flower and the sunny seas. And um, so the sunny seas, yes, we worked really hard on making sure that we had good texture, good taste and good effects. And um, a lot of gummies out there, or choose, um, are only have one or two of the three. And it's really hard to hit all three of them. So I'm really excited about our Sunny Seas because we really do. The, the taste is amazing. The, the quality and the texture in it is really great. And then the effects are even better. Um, so I'm really excited about what we're doing here. I have been very fortunate. And since um, I do have a, a square site that I've been so far lucky with using, um, and it's because it's under my produce market. So since we had... I already have, I've already had my produce market for 10 years now. Um, we kind of had put that on square last year and I have been selling the sunny seas under the deals produce website. So it's deals produce annapolis.square.site. Um, and that's D I E H L S produce annapolis, um, dot square dot site. And you can use Apple pay, pay with your credit cards and edit everything you like right on there. And we are actually also have a few of Jen's products on that site as well. Um, just because of all these issues, we are kind of slowly putting on different products because we want to make sure not to right. uh, draw too much attention and have it shut down. Because again, Square is you know one of the ones that are a little trickier. Um, but at the moment, it has been great and it's been working well, and we can ship to you and have it to you in just a few days. So it's been it's been well, going well so far. Fingers crossed. Awesome. <laughs> we have an Instagram um, as well, and the 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 website is on our Instagram in the bio, um, and that's Sunny CBDs on Instagram. 
And then we've got um, a LinkedIn as well. Sunny Seas LinkedIn. But the Instagram and the Deals Produce and Atlas Square site are the are the two big ones. Excellent. And we'll link to all this stuff, obviously, as well. Hey, I appreciate um, it. And yeah. we can we can find your stuff, Jen, at Hummingbird Farms on Instagram. Hummingbird Farms Botanicals. Botanicals. Hummingbird Farms Botanicals on Instagram. Yes. And then if you need to Google you, Hummingbird Farms. Go- hummingbird <laughs> Farms, right. Right. Just Hummingbird Farms like the tomato farm was. And we just sold the farm. So I'm kind of still getting myself sorted out. But like I said, I'm kind of throwing my wagon in with Abby and because I really believe in the sunny seas. And that's, you know... I think that's it's good medicine, and I think we're going to reach a lot of people that way. And I think that it makes it what I've really appreciated working with Abby is that she's educated a lot of people. She's so passionate about it, and she's connected uh, with the legislature, educating those people. I think we're really making some progress here in the state of Maryland, and she's working in a lot of other states as well, helping her other company. But I think that there's a lot of potential with these hemp chews. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's just like you both have amazing product. And that's one of the reasons why we sought you out to have you on. Thank you, guys. Thanks and again, so I give much. it it's all for her. Yeah. Obviously, the Sunny Seas is only as good as this because of her wheel. It's, there's a million CBD products out there that don't do much for you. And hers is different. It's really amazing. I, I personally like pulled out my back. Um, cause I, again, I have a produce market and we sell Christmas trees and I decided to do too much physical work all the time. And I put up my back, um, last couple of months ago and I, like my employees just laughed at me. They're like, why don't you eat some sunny seas? And I eat two of them. And like, it's just amazing how much better you feel. It's incredible. And, um, so I, I've started eating my own medicine, you know, taking my own medicine. And it's just amazing. It's great. So it's, it's become my daily routine now, which I am. Again, I never was a CBD person until this. And I just give Jen the credit because she's done an incredible job. Um, it's amazing. And it's even funny, like the, as we said that she won the Charlotte's Web competition, even that wasn't even her best strain. She went out and and found better strains and has had more success with strains that she's done on her own. Um, not just what's supposed to be the best, you know, kind of thing. So it's been really incredible to see. Now are, are the new limits on the flower going to affect the oil or are we still able to kind of, well, like after the fact to concentrate, right. Right. Well, I, I, the flower we grew this year where we were trying to see if we could meet the limit, um, it, it's equivalent to the flower we grew the first year. Okay. In, in levels of CBD. Okay. So if that's what we're making the, the gummies out of right now. Excellent. So I think that we're going to be in good shape. But what I'm getting at is that the whole... Right. Uh, everybody growing it, everybody's levels are going to be so much level or lower trying to meet that, that rule. So it's, um, you know, we've got, we've got something to work with here, (laughs) but we need to keep working on this, the whole issue. But, you know, I just, uh, to also say for your listeners, something that just to just kind of give a little more description of how I feel, how the CBD works for whether it's uh, anxiety, pain, uh, your issues that you have that it seems to help is that, you know, you think about like what Abby's talking about pulling your back out. And actually my husband used our tinctures quite a bit to help him the last couple of years, just to keep the t- loading the tomatoes is that, you know, when you're in pain, whether it's emotional or physical, that is in the front of your mind all the time. You're thinking, Oh, I hurt. I hurt. And am I, is this my new reality? And then you take the CBD or you smoke some, and 
all of a sudden it fades from being in the front of your mind. It's not that the problem is necessarily gone, but it's not paramount in the front of your mind. And with research, we'll find out also is that we know that it's supposed to help with inflammation. So with prolonged use, it may actually be curative for some things. So that's it. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm actually hoping that this popularity, uh, this mo, you know, like last week because of the word about COVID maybe opens more people's eyes to the potential of the plant and we'll get some of this other work done that we really know that it can help. We already know because people are feeling the effects of it. Right. Or, you know, the, the CBDA and CBGA in the petri dish is what they were the. Right. Right. Was, isn't real life and bodies, but we know in our bodies where we've all been trying these products that there is definitely something else going on and let's quantify it, you know? Amen. Yeah. We're here for it. Yeah. No. Well, thank you again so much, um, you know, for the work that you're doing. For taking the time out of your day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you came from a delivery <laughs> just right into yep. this. <laughs> we are. And I wanted to say one more thing. I totally forgot that I should have said too. One more product that's not, and it won't be a chew, but it's actually a capsule. Um, so my dad personally is battling cancer right now and he can't take the sunny seas because of the sugar in it and our sugar-free line. Um, we do have it, but it's not available at this minute. So we wanted, I wanted also just to have a, a capsule that was really just oil with nothing else and no other ingredients just to really give direct medicine to the people that really were needing it to see how that could go. So we're, um, we're having those come out as long as, as well as one with, was it, um, what was the other one that had the other one was with turmeric, with turmeric in it as well, um, Mm -hmm. to see, cause we've heard some, some good benefits about that. So we do have a couple of capsules coming out with the oil that we're excited to see what that will do. Right. We're working with our lab on the Eastern shore that's doing so that. So that should be coming out. Shortly. What kind of dosages are we talking about for those? 30 milligrams and 50 milligrams. Right wow. on. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, and we also just launched a new 50 milligram sunny sea gummy as well. No, I've only seen the, the, the 20s, 20s and now the uh, we've got, I've seen the five packs of the 10s available as well. So we've got the five packs of the twenties that are minis, and then we've also got a large uh, fifty as well that just came out. Yeah, the the twenty for me seems to be kind of the perfect dose, you know, when when I really want immediate, you know, and I yeah. really it faster than any THC edible that I use for some reason. The Sunny Seas, <laughs> you know, it's like twenty thirty minutes tops, and, and I I always tell people I feel like I just meditated for. 30 yeah. minutes. Like, did you, like, I really like, it's just weight off the shoulders, like clear mind. Like you said, um, the so ability lose to, it away from that worry, right. Yeah. Right. To, to block out or focus past mm-hmm. maybe is a better way, um, to put it, you know, one of the other things that, yeah, I hate to, I'm not trying to keep you longer, but I did want to ask any, uh, specific issues being women in the industry. Cause that is, you know, obviously my yep. partner, my <laughs> the woman. Is that episode? I think. You know what? That's totally fine. We can totally have you come back and talk (laughs) as women in the industry, not about CBD in particular. We would love to do that. This is extremely challenging, unfortunately. I wish it wasn't so much, but it is. Um, But we like a challenge, so here we are. If you ever want a new exposure for a product, or you know, uh, a repost on something to amplify a message, just you've got two huge fans here. And we hope that our listeners will become fans of yours as well. And 
go online and order some products, you yeah. know, try them out yourself and get some good medicine. Yeah. Check it out, you know, because, um, we, we are both, uh, firm believers, uh, and, and it's because of these products that we became CBD believers, at least me personally. So yeah, I, I've, I've smoked a lot of CBDs and taken a lot of quote unquote CBD gummies. And honestly, you guys have hit the nail on the head you're making home runs and I could go on with more analogies, but <laughs> it's, great, are- it's great stuff. I mean, it's really just the best stuff on the market. Thank Appreciate you. That. Yeah. you know, and we're, we're so grateful to the plant, right? I mean, yes. really that, yes. can, that we, now we're finding out what it can do for us and look forward to more. Yes. Yeah. So much you guys. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Thank All you. Right, well, we hope to see you at uh, either a spark event or something else in the near future. And yeah. Thanks again. Be well. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, y'all. We hope you enjoyed hearing from the ladies as much as we enjoyed interviewing them. It was super educational um, for us, and uh, we hope you learned a lot. And again, recommend and, uh, you know, um, highly encourage you to check out their products for yourself. Absolutely. Really good medicine again. Phenomenal medicine. Absolutely. And, you know, ladies that are doing good work in the industry as well as the the cool products that they're making. Um, so, yeah, here we are at Black History Month. Happy yeah, Black History happy Month. Black History Month. Um, as you all know, uh, we like to talk about, um, you know, how, how this cannabis plant um, and how this industry is shaping up in regards to the people it's affected in the past. And certainly, you know, this month will be no different. Mm -hmm. Um, For this next episode, we've got a couple interesting things we'll be highlighting for you. Yeah, we've got um, some strains that are uh, coming through. We've got uh, some products that we've ordered from some Black-owned businesses that we'd like to highlight. Um, And some other amazing things that we've purchased in the past yeah we're just going to tell you about fun stuff yeah Um, it's going to be a fun review if you have any questions from this uh cbd interview or you know anything else please of course keep those coming in you know uh we're on all major platforms um even the one that neil young isn't um but yeah we (laughs) encourage you to find us on whatever platform um suits your political (laughs) leanings and uh listening style best uh, you know, Apple Music, Amazon, all that good stuff. We're out there. Please, you know, like, friend, follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. all that good stuff. <laughs> um, you probably know the names by now, but I am your cannabis coach. And I am Our Lady of Mary Jane. Yeah. So uh, we're out there. We'll be back next week. And um, yeah, take care of each other and be well. Be kind. Okay, cool.